Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. And a happy new year, and a very festive and furtive, I don't know if that's the right word, but a fabulous 2023 to you and to all you wonderful dear listeners out there in the podcast uh, space. <laughs> nice. Space. Spache. Um, yes. It's sort of a space madness scenario. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. How is 2023 treating you so far? Oh, man, it's great. These first uh, 14 days have been some of the best 14 days um, this year so far, I would say. <laughs> I would say they were the best 14 years of 2023. 14 years. I mean, 14 days. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, man, we're compacting time <laughs> oh, in, in on itself. I'm so glad 14 years haven't actually passed this year. That would be a bummer. Yeah. Well, it's just one per day, one year per day. Sometimes it feels like that, you no. know, you know, like, you know, you know, one of those real long work days. Where what like, would that even feel like, I wonder? I don't know, but every, and? every year that we go through seems shorter and shorter. So perhaps one day we'll be like, oh my gosh, the year ended and I thought only one day went by. Yeah. You sometimes know? it seems like we just get started and before you know it comes the time when we have to say so long. You know, to another year or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's really true. sort of, you know, like it's 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 final, you know. Well, I used to get real messed up about it. Yeah. You know, each year that would end, I I'd, I'd like have all this like sentimental, you know, like boohooing that mm -hmm. would go on because that year it ended. Which used to be a mental disorder, right? <laughs> sentimentalism yeah i definitely have it yeah i have that disorder for sure but i mean like you know when you count down you know uh on new year's eve oh like the 10 uh -huh. nine, that thing yeah you like, know how it goes everybody <laughs> you know like how time. you get to the end and then you're like oh like oh. it's over um, yeah hmm and and so if i was like really attached to things that had happened in the that year I'd have a hard time saying goodbye. Mm, because it's a whole nother number on a piece of paper <laughs> that we made up, right? Well, see, the, we're talking about when I was just a dumb baby and I didn't know anything. Yeah. Before you, know? you were enlightened. Yeah. As you are today. <laughs> like, uh, That's yeah. That's people describing. <laughs> I remember like in the Y2K panic, right? Mm -hmm. I played a uh, New Year's Eve show. We maybe talked about this on the podcast before. We probably did. These new, you know, droves of listeners who are no doubt, you know, picking this up for the first time, mm -hmm. maybe haven't heard this one. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, we like I played a New Year's Eve show uh, with Slam at the, what was that? Uh, Bombay's. I think it might have still been called Billy Bombay's even. It was. Reading. And I wasn't there. You didn't go. I was I was too young to like being there anything other than performing so like on breaks and stuff i had to go kind of like stand in the corner <laughs> just stand in the corner i was not bad of age yet or like out on the back like patio. in the alley mm -hmm. it's not a patio it wasn't like, a patio <laughs> the, just like stairs uh but yeah like you know y2k man so we don't know what's gonna happen right because all the computers are going down yeah were you scared 
like not really, but I was still kind of like, well, everybody's been talking about this shit. Like, is something going to happen? What's going to happen? Even if nothing like computer wise happens, like are people going to like, freak out, break out and have like, a, a thing and a mob riot? Yeah, it'll be like the um, uh, what's that movie with the the gangs? Uh, you know, like the baseball furies and all that stuff. You don't know this. You, I've asked you this before, and you're just like <laughs> fucking blank. Nothing. I got nothing. Sorry. I mean, I like baseball and everything, but all I can say is the defenders. But that's not it. But yeah, the, the bad news bears. No. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, like yeah. Uh, but so we're count, we count down, we stop yeah. in the middle of a song, right? And we're like, we count down, 10, right. 9, 8, 7, 7, you know how it goes. And then, uh, we're like, oh, okay, nothing happened. It's the year 2000 now, new, uh, millennia, like century, millennia, but not really, right? Because of how that worked. Remember how it wasn't actually until 2001 till we were done with the 2000s. Since it starts at zero or whatever or something. Mm. Anyway, yeah, the total non-event, and then we just played uh, "Old Lang Syne." What bit did you have a feeling? Did you have a sad feeling, like "Oh, the '90s are over"? Dang. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Even though that was the year that we got married. Yeah, you're like. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I don't suffer from this particular mental disorder, mm. but uh, you know, like I get it more now. I'm I, I uh, I'm a little more forgiving in my ways. You mean you know, you're getting soft? The cruel tutelage, <laughs> uh, yeah, has uh, I, become slightly less cruel. I have experienced the full force cruel tutelage, and I will tell you, it's harsh. It is harsh. <laughs> Um, well, so I like, think that's a good thing. So we haven't talked to you guys since November. Right. And many, many things have happened, right? Well, let's catch them up, shall we? Let's let's catch up 2022. Okay. Before we get into 2023. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that make sense? I can do it, man. What happened? <laughs> well, what happened to you? Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, you got the big news. That sounds so intimidating. Oh, I got the big news. I mean, you you had the experience that really wrapped up the end of 2022. You it know? did. Yeah, it put a little nice little bow tie on 2022. Mm -hmm. Like in early December, I was, you know, walking down the hall and had a catastrophic knee injury, uh, stepping over something that the cat had knocked on the floor. And like, this is, you know, as a, you do, this is not a joke. Uh, but yeah, huge. Uh, tear of my lateral meniscus on my right knee. And for those of you that are not familiar, that is the uh, cushioning cartilage in between the top of your knee and the bottom. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Robin. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we know that well because I had a massive uh, tear of my left lateral meniscus. This felt exactly the same. It was Just... totally innocuous. It's like something that cropped up over years of, you know, repeated injury that wasn't bad enough to get anything done about it. And this time it was like, you know, getting hit by lightning, I assume, but getting hit by lightning is probably worse, but man, it fucking hurt. So that kicked off my December, uh, 2022. Um, um, well, while this was happening, 
I thought you were having a heart attack. Yeah. So there was that. Yeah. So thank goodness it wasn't that. Because, you know, it can always be worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't do it like doing something cool, which I well, later realized was probably like a blessing. I think so. In disguise because like, you know, two days before that, like I got a surfboard and I went surfing with Charlie, if you want to call it surfing, which would be like paddling around, like, you know, trying to stay on the board and not catching any waves. That's... <laughs> Hey, man, you got out in the ocean on a surfboard. That's yeah. surfing, okay? Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I w it didn't happen while doing that. Thank God, because I don't know if I I would have had to just float around out there and had, like, Charlie tie a rope around me and pull me in or something. This is, why I'm, this is why I'm always lifeguarding. You guys think I'm crazy, you know? <laughs> this, is, this is a perfect example. Yeah. Well, I mean... We all want you to have your glory moment of running down the beach in your red, you know, um, <laughs> I read one, one piece, piece uh, you know, with your giant Pam Anderson boobs flopping. <laughs> By the time I get to the water, every part of my body will be hanging out of that bathing suit, you know, <laughs> that's, that's why that can't happen. That's what we're counting on. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, um, a very awkward way to rescue someone, but yeah, I re I actually hope I never have that glory moment. I don't ever want to rescue out of the ocean. If me? I, yeah, well, yeah, anybody, nobody, you're not gonna rescue me. You're not gonna have to rescue me out of the ocean. <laughs> what about like Bitch, I, love how, I love how we have these conversations. Um, the fun thing that always cracks me up is no one has ever thought about rescuing me out of the ocean. <laughs> Well, that's because you just started getting in there. I mean, everybody's like, she's never going to teach me rescue. She doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, man, one of these days. Well, I'll we just don't make, where. we don't, you know, like make a big grandiose deal out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, are you guys watching me when I'm in the water? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I am. You think I don't give a shit? No, I think you care. I just don't yeah. think you're thinking about it. Oh, I'm watching you. I just don't have to, like, you know, put a fucking flag on it. You know what I mean? Run it up the flag. Pole. Oh, I see. So you do it in a way that's cool, and I exactly. do it in a way that's really dorky. I'm the Fonz. Oh, You're oh, a little more, like, um, what's uh, Diane and Cheers or whatever? Oh, I see. So if I was real cool about safety, then everybody would be like, yeah, safety. Yeah, you cool. should try to be like Danny DeVito's wife in Cheers. What's her name? <laughs> I am Danny DeVito's wife in Cheers. <laughs> Rita or whatever. Does that mean I'm Danny DeVito? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So that was our early December experience, and that was uh, that was awful. But um, I mean, the way it all worked out was was fine. Yeah, yeah. I was I able to like get in, and you know, I mean, it hurt like crazy, and it sucked, and it's been, well, it's been. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but it's really only been like a month since you did it. Three or four weeks since I had surgery. Yeah, like since you got injured to today, it's yeah. been like a month and a week or something like that. And you're already like almost back to normal. I mean, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been really, it's been quick. But, mm -hmm. um, you had some other health opportunities. Oh, yeah. You know, well, along the way. What were they? Well, you broke your tooth. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We had broken teeth and we had, what else? Broken retainer. Oh, and, retainers. Um, sickness. 
sickness health and yeah until death do us part you know that's what yeah. they say um i don't know i i think that's it and i think that that's enough that's enough health opportunities for us for a while yeah well you know like when these opportunities present themselves you really have to just like go for it you yeah, know really dig in these health know? opportunities take it to the limit and I mean, honestly, straight up, that's what I've been doing. Like I've been, you know, going hard on my physical therapy. It's working. I know, yeah. I know it works now. Yeah. I think from like going to like the gym I used to go to, like I've yeah. seen the way that those, those types of like rehab slash prehab exercises can make such a difference and stuff. And so like I've been doing them. It's working. Yep. 100%. Yeah, so anyway, they cut out a big part of my lateral meniscus, uh, just like they did on the left side, except more on the right side. Um, yay, that might mean, you know, bad things in 15 to 20 years or less, but I mean, shit. Well, I'll tell you. At that time, they'll have robot knees and nan nano foam technology that you can just squirt in there. It'll just it'll Just pop in a new meniscus. Yeah, pop in a new lung while you're at it. Yeah. Pop on a new I know head. It's like a different, different area, but like. Well, while you're in there, you know, yeah, just, just get it all done. No one in there. I mean, <laughs> who cares? It's like you're gonna just replace one spark plug, or you're gonna put put the rest of them. In, <laughs> it's like know, when, when Charlie was at the dentist. You know, they're like, "So, do you want us to just take the the broken part of this retainer out?" No, I was like, "No, just take the whole damn thing off, and do anything else you might see while you're in there, because <laughs> really want to make the most of this visit." <laughs> Yeah, this, um, you know, multi-hundred dollar visit yeah. that I'm doing now. Again? Yeah, again. Um. <laughs> uh, at, you know, a few days after a larger multi-hundred dollar visit for, like, well, my broken tooth. I mean, you and you broke this third time. We've worked on this tooth. So, you know, you have some repeats um, in the old health opportunity a category. repeat customer, but, as they say. Yeah, but you know what? It, like, first thing you know, you'll be back out there. Surfing USA. Just eating corn on yep. the cob. Yeah. And <sighs> sidewalk surfing and all that jazz. Um, and all that jazz. That's what I'm counting on, man. Jazz hands. Jazz hands for life. That's yep. And that's really the, the story about 2023. You know, I did a thing where I wrote all this stuff about 2022 and planning for 2023. And the word I used to describe 2023 is growth oh nice yeah nice and are, are you gonna have a growth mindset yeah because that's what they say you should have <laughs> i do you know yeah yeah I, I mean i do too believe it or not i mean nobody would believe that but um you know that's how i got to where i am today why wouldn't they believe that well because everybody thinks i'm very negative you know, because um, I ask the hard questions and I point out problems and people don't like that. Can you imagine? I mean, people, you know, they really what they want is like cookies and compliments. And, you know, I do that, too, but maybe not as often. Yeah, well, I mean, some people would argue that maybe it's not warranted as often. Oh. Some people like me. <laughs> Because, like, what, are you going to have cookies every day? What are we, some kind of fucking nerfed culture, you know? Like, oh, here's your participation trophy oh, and all boy. that stuff, you know? Oh, boy, right? don't get me started. Oh. 
I know. I don't want to get you started on on this generation, <laughs> you know? I mean, I got a lot of participation ribbons. Does that count? I didn't even get a trophy. I had a ribbon. That was, yeah, you know, thank you. Um, runner up. Uh, got a lot of those. Golf um, clap for you. Yeah. Participants. Um, dead last. You know, I got a lot of those kinds of ribbons. It means a lot. Yeah, I got an 11th place ribbon one time. I thought that was good. 11th. Wow. <laughs> they did them all the way out to 11 and beyond, uh, presumably, or you, was that the last? That was the last. Can you guess what that was for? Um, math? No. Um, no. Running. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm too heavy for running, and no one told me that as a child. Uh, anyway, no one told me that you could be too heavy for running. And then like we got together and you're like, oh, you're not made for running. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? I've been running like my whole life. Like, well, and your knees are all messed up because of it. You know, what I'm it's saying? not because of that. But I mean, what is it because of? I don't know. I mean, it's probably <laughs> genetics and it's like the type of sports that I was playing and like, you know, the multiple times when my knee locked up and I said, oh, it's really weird. Like sometimes my knee locks up. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, but then and nobody was like, oh, maybe you should like see the doctor. Well, the about the first time that it happened and I was there, I was so freaked out. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is happening? Like, should I take you to the hospital? <laughs> like, it was so horrible. <laughs> now, I'm not blaming anybody else, but I mean, like, fucking, like, it's a commonly known thing that if your knee locks up, you have some kind of, like, problem <laughs> yeah. that you might want to think about looking at. And maybe, I don't know, I don't want to go down this negative, negative Nelly path. You know what I'm saying, man? I want to keep it. I want to keep it. Keep that growth growth mindset. Okay? A growth. It's an opportunity. Okay. It's a health opportunity. Yeah. I have a health opportunity too. What? I have a, I have a pinched nerve in my neck. <laughs> woof, 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 man. And uh, I am going to unpinch it come hell or high water. Unpinch. <laughs> I'm working on that oh, with my opportunities. Um <laughs> <laughs> so when Adam Yao said uh, like a pinch on the neck from Mr. Spock, um, yeah, that's what happened to me. He's talking about yeah that happened to you, huh? Mm -hmm. When so I was must have really like hit hit home. Well, yeah, because I mean my pinch on the neck from Mr. Spock actually came from gymnastics, and um, I had a real bad injury which ended my uh, gymnastics career when I was eight, and then um, I had a pinch nerve for three months. Uh, when I was 12 and I had a like migraine headache for three months. And then I finally went to the doctor <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you have a pinched nerve. And I was like, what, what's that? And so, and what'd they say? And what happened? Well, they said I had to get a new bed cause I was sleeping on some old disgusting mattress on the side of the road or whatever. And, um, I got a new bed and my pinched nerve went away, but you know what? I think it has returned. Um, hmm. I don't know if it ever went completely away. Do you need a new honest. bed? No. <laughs> Is that the problem? No. No. Um, I, yeah, I guess I'm holding my head the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do that. You know, like, come like this, like. <laughs> 
you know, like, yes, anyway, <laughs> I was doing this and I was doing that. Well, you know, like, I'm so goddamn big that, like, when I stand next to other women, I look like a giant from another planet. So I always kind of scrunch down and then, like, kind of talk to people like this. And I guess what I'm doing is I'm trying to make myself look cute or something. <laughs> but I think I end up looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame or something. And you're just, like, crippling yourself? I'm just like, hey. Uh. <laughs> You know, instead of like, oh, look, it's cute little me. Except I haven't been little since like 1989. So, you know. Yeah, you and Taylor. <laughs> that was my last year of children's clothing sizes. So, you know. Anyway, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Been shopping in the women's department since I was nine. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was an interesting holiday season. I wouldn't say it was traditional. Uh, but we had grand designs. We were going to record this podcast on New Year's Eve. That's right. I think we might have had another date, you know, slotted in before that. Like maybe we did right around Christmas. No, maybe. I think we were going to do it the week you, your knee blew up. I mean, really? you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. We make, you know, we, we had the best of intentions, but life gets in the way, dude. Yeah, man. Like, I'm sorry, you were saying something about best of intentions. <laughs> Just joke. Uh, a little little pulp fiction. I mean, I'm trying to be the shepherd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tried real hard. <laughs> all, at all times of every day. Yeah. No one knows but me. <laughs> well, I do love you, honey bunny. <laughs> well, I love you too. And you you do tolerate the times when I'm not being the shepherd. So, mm. you know, that's good. That's why that's why this works so well. You know what I mean? That's right. So, like, speaking of our untraditional holidays, um, we did not go home for the holidays. I mean, we didn't go to Reading for the holidays, but right. we were home as far as here. Our home. In Encinitas for the holidays. You know, um, where perhaps we're beginning to feel more at home. I would say so. our true home. I would, <laughs> I would agree with that. It's really strange. Doesn't it seem strange? Yeah. Because, okay, it's strange to me because the other time that we went and lived somewhere else that was not Reading, it didn't feel like home at all. It felt super bizarro. Like yeah. everything about it was weird and it never stopped being weird. It was. And so then we left because we were just like, well, this doesn't make sense. This isn't working. Right. And so I think there was probably an element of like, well, when we move again, like this is this will be weird. Yeah. Because we've experienced this weirdness before. And hopefully it'll wear off or whatever. But I don't know if we're really, like, going through that. I, it's just kind of been like, yeah, yeah. I live here. That's, I mean, we, yeah. miss, we miss our friends and family well, of course. that are there, of course. We're talking about the place. Like, like the, the place. place feels like. Itself. Huh. It yeah. feels good. And, yeah. by the way, you know, like that place where we moved to, which, uh, you know, webheads, old school listeners <laughs> to... Uh, Team the Team Babe podcast, you know, season one. Yeah, season one, you would have found out all about that. Um, was Fortuna, California, which over the holiday season, strangely enough, had a fairly sizable and sustained earthquake. Yeah. That uh like cracked this old bridge. We used to go, you know, drive over to go to Ferndale to get like, you know, murdered <laughs> and somebody's by vampires. Somebody's like, you know, um, like seven cave or whatever. Go back to season one if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> revisit. Revisit. Uh, it's all there. <laughs> um, but uh, 
Yeah, so that's weird. That's kind of, I hadn't thought about that until just now. But well, yeah. And plus the place we were living at the time uh, would have just fallen down if there was an earthquake. So, yeah, I think that was a good move not to stay there. Um, oh, like if you were in the shower yeah. when that <laughs> happened, which was like this lean-to shower that they had like a stilts to this old like yeah. whorehouse, you know, like fourplex. Just the worst. Um, the, yeah, the whole bathroom would move. You know, if two people stood on the same side of the room, you know, like, and if you looked at it from the outside, I was like, mm. so yeah, that wouldn't have survived an earthquake. Yeah, I don't think this is structurally sound. Not at all. But um, yeah, so that's that's weird. And we haven't felt any earthquakes here, even though we're supposed to be an earthquake country. But nothing so far. So you know, it's it's strange. It's but Christmas Day, uh, was like the warmest day of the whole. Uh, winter fall season which was strange really yeah here mm -hmm. it was warm it was hot it was almost like 80 degrees outside on christmas <laughs> so we had our christmas outside you know under an umbrella um it was great it was really nice but it was That's like right. not christmasy in weather you know what i mean like it was very not christmasy warm. in weather but christmasy in spirit you know yeah we had fun i mean it was um it was unusual, I would say, as far as what we usually do. And we also didn't put the Christmas tree up. <laughs> and not because we, you know, hate Christmas or something. It's just like it was stuck in the garage in such a way that I couldn't get it by myself. And <laughs> Charlie couldn't get it either. And uh, you were injured. And we There's just. There's no way I was getting it. it. We were like, oh, well, we put up a wreath and called it a day. Put up a wreath, put up the, <laughs> you know, the lights. Um, so that That's was it. also kind of different. But like, um, I don't know. I thought Charlie was going to be all bummed out that we didn't put up the tree. And he was like, yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess we've just turned into a bunch of pagans and, uh, or not turned into, but we have sustained <laughs> our paganism. And I'm sure we'll continue to celebrate all holidays in some bizarro fashion. <laughs> yeah. Especially now that we're just free to be a freak, <laughs> you know? Let your freak so, flag fly. Yeah, it's. I guess it's happening, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, yeah, unconventional holidays, but uh, I mean, that's right on brand for us, it, actually. It is, yeah. So, it's like, you know, Team Babe, where the unconventional becomes conventional, right? I like that, babe. That's a nice tagline. Look at you. <sighs> yeah. Look at you. You know Just what? Just a marketing gonna, genius, aren't I? I'm going to hire you for taglines. Yeah. You know? <laughs> put, put me to work, man. <laughs> When I need a good tagline, I'm going to call you. Yeah. Right that's what's quick. going through my mind every, you know, every morning when I wake up at 4 a.m. My <laughs> stomach hurts just like taglines. Like, oh, man, what's the tagline for this? Oh, man, write them down. For this stomach pain. Do it. Do it. Cool, man. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully that's like the last of our health opportunities for a while. And we're just like, we're here. We're queer. <laughs> We're excited for 2023. You know, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a number on a piece of paper that somebody printed, you know, 8 billion copies of. But like, hey, man, you know, I'll suspend my disbelief and just like go with it. Like, well, yeah, okay, fine. It's 2023. Like, talk to somebody who's like Greek Orthodox or something and it's some other year and talk to the Chinese and it's some other year, right? True. True. Is that right? Chinese? Well, they have a different day of their new year. 
maybe it's not even 2023 yet there. Uh, I think but that's because the time difference. That's the time zones thing, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's a cultural difference. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um, okay, well, well, let's get on to the things we have been doing that are not related to being um, devastated by some health problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so what have you been up to? <laughs> Okay, well, I wrapped up my first semester of school. Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah, slow clap that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> uh, how was that? It was all right. Yeah, that was, was pretty right. good. It was pretty good. That's what you want to hear. I mean, it was the easy semester by design. So it was a good warm up. Um, I would say, yeah, it was nice to be back in school and it was nice to have some new ideas. And uh, even though it's a lot of work and time and money, <laughs> um, I am glad to be doing it. So, yeah, I'm getting ready for next semester. And guess what? I mean, I am going to art school, but I I did get straight A's. Okay. <laughs> wow. I mean, check out the big brain on Brad, right? <laughs> Your dad is going to be so proud of you. Do you think he'll give me $20 for every A like he used to? Yeah. Oh, I hope so. You know, it's funny because my parents haven't uh, inquired about school. Uh, so <laughs> I very much doubt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's okay. Anyway, yeah. school starts again uh, in a few days. Next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like it's all happening. It is and all it's, happening. It's fast and it's furious. Yep. And I mean, like we had, uh, Charlie had a a friend visit from out of town. That was like a new thing. That's true. We had, um, in December, we had other friends visit. We had out of town friends. From Reading. Which I thought was cool. Which was great. It's actually ended up to, we've seen more people, you know what I mean? Like than I really expected to in the six months I've been here. Yeah. As far as people we know from Reading. So that's cool. That's right. Um, yeah, let's see what else here. Oh, you've been watching your favorite shows. You mm. want to you share those with people? Oh, yeah. So last year, like a, a character from Letterkenny, Shorzy, spun off into his own show, right? So I've watched that. I've watched that several times. Something about it just really speaks to me. It's like hockey, you know, sports. Well, right? it's more like on the spectrum. I would say it's less about hockey and it's more about your Tourette's and, you know. My Tourette's. Yeah. And also the people that make the show (laughs) and uh, variations on a theme and taking it to the limit and all those things you love. You know what I mean? It's like all wrapped up into one. Yeah. I hated it at first, by the way. You hated Letterkenny or Shorzy or both? I hated Letterkenny to start with. The first time you watched it, I was like. What? <laughs> what is this dumb little show? It looks like it was on cable access or something. Um, but it grew on me. Mm, yeah, it's independent, you know, so it's not. It, so it looks like hot trash, but you know they get more money as time goes on. Well, it did. Now it looks. Yeah, it looks good really now. Good because, yeah. like you know, they got. It's a good show, so they keep making. Yeah. They keep making them. Yeah. And uh, on uh, Christmas, there's a new season of Letter Kenny, which. Was uh, interesting. Yeah, it was a couple strange. episodes look kind of like, strange. We're like, oh shit, did they do 
Did they bite off more than they could chew? I think they're just getting meta. I think they've just done it for so long that they're getting, you know, deep into their own jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that ha- I mean, they, so why not? Because did you say they had 11 seasons? Yeah, this was the 11th season. That's crazy. I mean, they've come out That's amazing. multiple seasons per year. Oh, so well, that's impressive like, too. Yeah, kind of like us. <laughs> you know what? That's not a lie. We have come out with multiple seasons in one year. I'm being fucking dead serious. Like, you know, but it's much easier to do that when you're doing like six episodes, but it's much easier for us than it is for a show where you actually have to like write things and make a script. I mean, we all know and you like, we've let you guys, you know, kind of behind the scenes and like peeled back <laughs> peeled back the layers of the onion and let you know that, that we, we do write this show in advance. Like every, everything we're going to say, like it's all on cue cards back there. We're reading it off. Like the guys it's all back very there like... scripted. Yeah. Giving us the time, you know, uh, you know, cueing us in from commercials <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I, I think I would... I would say that the production of this show in oh, particular is uh-huh. maybe, like the pre-production process, mm. as well as the production process and the post-production you, process. Are you making are fun of White Lotus now? Like a little bit easier than like a Letter Kenny or say a White I Lotus. I don't know, man. I I spent a good hour putting these lights in here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's pre-production. Yeah. Oh, well, that's another thing I picked up over um, the holiday break just to digress for a moment is uh, I picked up a nasty Fortnite habit. Oh yeah, um, you did. So I've been playing uh, Fortnite um, daily. Mm-hmm. Well, you needed a new bad habit, you know, because you were, you know, in recovery. I was recovering. And I let it g- slide because you were in recovery. Yeah. And I'm still <laughs> in recovery. Hmm. And then someday you'll have to be in recovery from Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Hey. Did you see that? I just see that. Okay. That was close. Did he almost knock that over? Yeah. Uh, our cameraman. Uh, <laughs> little Frankie JJ down Mr. there. Mr. Frankie JJ uh, just decided to work on a new camera angle. <laughs> uh, you know, like we like to give our uh, our people freedom to experiment. And, and by people we mean cats. Yes. So. We don't mean actual people because we can't afford to pay people, but we can also not afford to pay cats. But nobody <laughs> can afford to pay cats except cat actors and well, presume that they get paid. We but really, are. that money is going to their owners. We're paying the cats in cat food and yeah. cat litter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some would say that like that is what's owed to them, you know? I would not say that. Like they could that's just their, no. That's their feline mm, right. No. No, no. They have a right to mm-hmm. um, mice. They and, don't have uh, a right to cat litter and cat food. They could just go outside, and and I could give them nothing, and they'd I mean, be fine. You've heard of people campaigning for, like, the right to life and stuff like that? This is the yeah. right to mice. I would never deny a cat its right to mice, okay? Yeah. I mean, if a mouse gets in here, I, I'll let the cats have it. Well, you're a real mouseketeer. Yeah, that's right. Um... <laughs> Good. Uh, anyway, where were we? Okay, let's move on to your new obsessions. We already mentioned Fortnite. 
you know, get it. Oh, oh my gosh. We got some, uh, our lighting guy is fucking <laughs> going crazy back this here. This show guys. is really high, Jesus high Christ. dollar production. <laughs> oh my God. It's so hard to get good help these days. But you know, hey man, we're on a budget, right? I hope so. Obsessions. Uh, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2. Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2. Charlie got that for birthday. Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Jesus' birthday. But not really. Like, fake birthday. Cause it was Krampus' birthday. Krampus' birthday. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I started uh, re-listening to uh, old episodes of w- the WTF podcast. Nice. And that has been really interesting. Yeah. You know? Um, like, that's the Mar- Mark Maron podcast right yeah is it like a time um capsule is that what makes it interesting or is it more like the topics or whatever Mm, i would say it's a little of both like it's definitely a time capsule in that like i mean i remember listening to the whole back catalog back in the day like i think i started listening to wtf in like 2011 or 2012 and so it had already been, I think he started in like 2009. So there was already like a back catalog to listen to. I remember the first episode I listened to was a live WTF that had, um, what's the, this American life guy. Oh yeah. Glass, Ira Glass, mm-hmm. Philip Glass's brother. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Really? Yep. Oh. Um, wow. and, uh, yeah. So like. That was just kind of like all, all I listened to for a while or whatever. And that is what like, you know, formed me as a podcaster. Yeah. I and I would say it actually um, changed it, your outlook on certain things. It only also. took, you know, another eight years or something like that to actually <laughs> do a podcast myself. But I, I was studying. I was listening. Oh. Too true. To the masters. But yeah, it's funny how like, you know, some of the topics, some of the jokes, some of the language has like totally changed. Like you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Uh, the way of the, the like slang and the, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's the same and it's interesting, but it's like, it's made me think a lot about um, like what listening to podcasts has taught me or whatever. Which is yep. kind of a you know kind of fun, kind of an interesting thing to think about and talk about. Yeah. Like in the first part of the year, it's like I think like you know it taught me how to like talk and listen to people to a certain degree, and like to you and to you know our, our listeners out there and our our viewers, our oh. massive viewership. <laughs> you know. You know what I think it really taught you the most, which I I didn't even think really very much about up until you started listening to WTF, but um, you, you just thinking about your own feelings or emotions or your own mental health or how are you feeling or what's going on with you? I mean, like to me, those things are always, I don't know, just part of stuff. And then for you, I don't think it really was. So I think that, you know, Mark Maron talks a lot about his own anxiety and his own mental health issues and his own struggles and like, you know, maybe there just wasn't a whole lot of that out there that you were hearing about. Yeah, I hadn't really heard. That's yeah, that's that's probably the most important part of it, I would say, is just like like kind of changing the way I think about 
like, okay, so other people are going through this anxiety or this depression or this, these issues and like, you know, kind of like lame little piddly stuff, but it's also like, it's important to like your life, how it is. And like, that sort of opened me up to like, of figuring that out and making that better. Like, in other words, it's not normal and you, and you don't have to go through that all the time. If yeah. you work, you know, you do something differently. Well, in a way it's whatever. not normal and you can work on it, but it's also normal because other people are going through that. So it's like, well, yeah, I think, I think what I mean is like, you realized oh, it has a name. <laughs> like, you know, he's, he's feeling this, he's describing this way he's feeling and then these things are going on, but he's calling it, you know, anxiety and depression. Yeah. You know, which I think uh, people avoid sometimes giving that those feelings a name. But, you know, at a certain point, you just have to say, like, yeah, I'm having anxiety. <laughs> you know, I'm not just worried about those. But, like, I'm having, you know, anxious feelings. <laughs> so I think that was good. I mean, I, I, I thought that was a very strange side effect of listening to podcasts, especially like a comedy podcast. Like... I didn't understand how that was like happening for you at the time because I wasn't listening to it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I did. I did finally sit down and listen to a couple episodes with you, and then it made sense. But mm. I was just kind of surprised that it was more like Doctor Fraser Crane than it was like <laughs> it's a comedy, you know, comedy hour like sketch show or something. Like yeah. I was so confused about what it was gonna be. Well, like so. self-deprecating humor has become so commonplace or whatever, but like I'd never heard anything like that really before, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but like you hear him or you hear like, uh, you know, I mean, like he's, he's on the shit list or whatever, but like Louis CK, like before we all knew mm -hmm. that like he jerked off into, you know, planters or, or whatever, <laughs> whatever. strange. <laughs> Like, whatever he did yeah. that, like, you know, caused him to be canceled. Um, like, uh, and and then the, it's so common now to just, like, talk about that stuff, I feel like. At least, yeah, like, in changed. the podcast medium. I think it's Like, changed. what you're anxious about, what's going on, you know, yeah. this kind of shit. Um, that uh, it's, like, it almost feels sort of hack now to, like, rely on that too much. It's almost, like, too too much like hey like hold like not hold Leave back some necessarily but or like, something you like don't have to tell everybody that you're anxious about th that there's dirt in the corner of the floor or something like i don't know gosh i wish i had those anxieties there's dirt in the corner of the floor oh no get the bro <laughs> let me tell you there's always dirt in the corner of the floor if it's your house or my house so if you're anxious about it, like, you're fucked, man. Yeah, good thing we're not anxious about that. I mean, we have yeah. plenty of anxiety about other things. <laughs> Another dirt in the corner. Yeah. Whew, so that's anyway, close. that's been fun to revisit some of those. Like, I don't know if I'll keep it long term or whatever, but it's been cool to um, listen back. And some of the bonus content is fun, too. Yeah. You know, him and his uh, producer talking about this or that episode and, I don't know, little special things. So Yeah. Yeah, man, full Marin. If you uh, if you dip into the WTF milieu, uh, I would consider going back into that back catalog well, and checking it out. There's some good shit. There, there's the episodes with his dad. Oh yes, the, and you replayed me one of those which we had listened to before, and um, 
<laughs> that's worth a listen. Like, I don't know if those of you out there have a dad who um, has some real strange ideas and wants to just share them with anybody, they'll listen. But Mark Maron has one of those dads. And, uh, <laughs> and so does... I won't name any names, but uh, his, re- you know, his telephone conversation with his dad. Oh man, it hit close to home. But um, it was it was pretty funny. And yeah. like, uh, you know how like I've had this happen before. Where it's like I know of somebody, you know, I don't know them super well, but I kind of like know them on the surface. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, this guy's really fucked up. It's like, why are they such a jerk? Like. God. And then I meet their dad <laughs> for some weird random reason. And then I'm like, oh my God, you are doing so good. You are just great. Thumbs up. No complaints from me. <laughs> because it just like explains so much and they're just like suffering. So <laughs> never mind. Yeah. So sometimes I do pass judgment too quickly. Mm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is my job, but a lot of things change in a generation. It's so true. Yeah, Thank no. goodness. <laughs> like that new power generation. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, we're we're were we supposed to be part of a new generation? Did that happen? I don't. Know. I don't know. Pepsi. They kept, they kept like telling the us taste? we were part like of a what? new generation, but taste like, piano. I, I don't know. Um, a hair, a jet, a Harrier. <laughs> Where's my Harrier jet? Oh man, I don't know if that's worth plugging, but yeah, strange. Anyway, Full Marin, check that out. Uh, I've been uh, watching surf movies. Me too, and I caught the surf movie disease. Like, it's so um, relaxing and enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know, even if you don't know who the people are. There's some good ones out there. There's some really funny uh, ones. There's some really well done ones. Surf Network, um, you know, whatever. It's like six bucks a month. We... I decided to get it so I could watch a few specific ones, and then we just been watching them here and there. And but there's stuff. so many, like there's so many. There's like hundreds of them. Who would know? What are the standouts for you? Well, I liked the the broke and stoked or whatever because it's like set right here where we live, so it's just funny. Yeah. And I loved the guy's interview where they're like asking him like, "What do you want to do?" And he's like, well, I'm just like going to school and like living with my parents. It's great, dude. <laughs> just like no pretense. He's like, like mid 20s. Yeah, he works at a surf shop and just surfs every second up, that dude. he can. And okay. he's just like, it's amazing. I, I just live at my parents' house and like they I get home these and great my mom dinners. made me dinner yeah. and like wash my clothes and stuff like that. And she's just like, into it like not like nagging me to like do anything else it's just like yeah yeah i know that was that was really funny anyway that one's like real like low budget like shot on a you know video camera or whatever but that was that was good and then the i think my probably my favorite one is the writing giants just because Mm. I, i like the way they you know edited it and the way they shot it is interesting and that's probably my favorite, but the other ones that were really good, that one, one California day. Oh yeah. That's very like, uh, vintagey, like Bob Dylan vibes, like, um, but, but like set in like the early 2000s. So everything's still kind of like strangely like, um, indie sleeves, you know, and kind of pre-internet a little bit, Yeah, but like everything looks very... 1968 you know mm-hmm. um that's a good one it's got yeah. good music 
And then Charlie and I watched like The Endless Summer mm. and I don't know, there's been a few other ones, but like those are probably the big hits. Like and I watched Riding Giants like years ago and I don't think you saw it. I did see it. But I just did or did I did. But you didn't take it in. I didn't take it in. You were just like yeah, like, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, you're like, ah, uh, fashion. Blah, 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 oh, fashion. Blah, the color purple. Blah, blah, blah. Wasn't that long ago, okay. Not the movie, the color purple. Oh, oh, like the actual color. Okay, yeah, sorry. Like Prince and, you know, the purple mm, one. And, mm. like, you know how you got obsessed with the color, that yes. purple color. I know. Mixed. I spent, like, three months, like, being an artist and people got kind of annoyed so that was the end of that <laughs> <laughs> done with that shit on to the next um anyway yeah. yes i do i understand <laughs> um yeah so like I, I don't know if you're like bummed out and you need something to watch you're like god what can i watch surf documentaries are great yeah watch them uh i mean five summer stories yeah one california day Writing giants. Those would be like our probably three. Yeah, top but we've seen other ones. Like we just were watching one last night called Satori or something like oh, yeah. that. That was that like was beautiful, really awesome yeah. about this like brick that I'd never heard about called Dungeons in South Africa, Cape Town, I think. Was that what that one was? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, oh man, so good. Like brilliant photography. Just like great, 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 great. Yep. Yeah, I mean, probably you gotta love like action sports a little bit to like the. But yeah. you're not like an action sports lady. You're not like Shaka bra. You're like, <laughs> you're like, give me, hand me that bra. <laughs> I'm man, not like that. So I can wear that for fashion. I mean, I could. Uh, maybe I'll turn into an old hippie, <laughs> an old surfing hippie. You never know. Are you seeing this light flicker? Oh, it's the cat. Hey. He said on the plug. <laughs> Cut it out. Fucking lighting guy, man. I'm taking that out of his paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's one fewer mouse. <laughs> you get butto. Yeah, butto. Um, okay, so let's move on to like, we're getting into the, like close to the bolo section of the show. So before we get into bolo, what, give us a life hack. What, oh what? yeah, so I have a new um, a new segment that I'd like to propose called Babe's Life Hacks. Okay. I don't know, perhaps you have hacks too, but my hack probably for the last, what would you say, six months? It's been since we've lived here. Yeah, but like I think once, once we had that kind of like hot stretch where like my balls were really sweaty, <laughs> I was like, I think I saw a thing it was like a women's ad on instagram i don't think i ever told you about this part and they're like don't wear underwear and i was like holy shit i don't even have a vagina and i could do that <laughs> like my shit isn't open to the you know like the elements and like so it's way easier for me yes know? in many ways <laughs> anyway babe's life hack for episode 85 is going commando and and part two because you know there's things that happen when you don't wear underwear i would say when a man reaches a certain age and for me that age was like probably i mean i want to say late 20s early 30s like once i would take a leak like there's still some there's still a little liquid that wants to mm. that's just like hangs out and it's like shy 
And then you put the thing, you put the little the little guy away, and like a little drop comes out, right? This can this problem is mitigated heavily by the wearing of underwear. Yes. Right. Right. And but even with underwear, I've looked at somebody's crotch. Don't ask me why. It's just like my eye went there as I was on my way up to the face or whatever. And like, oh, you you had a little pee in your pants there. Like just a little one, just a drop. And I know what happened. You just went to the bathroom. Okay. Like right. I've had this problem. Right. Babe's life hack. Okay. Okay. Wipe your ding-a-ling with a little... Toilet paper when you're done going pee. Hey, what a concept. And commando or not, but I would highly advocate investigating this commando lifestyle. But, you know, hey, man, I'm not I'm not a fucking evangelist here, all right? If you don't want to go commando, don't do it. I'm not. I have a good friend who's commando for life, man. Uh, you know, lives in Wyoming. He knows who he is. <laughs> all right. Me, I adopted this lifestyle much more recently, but I would say, yeah, just give this a try. And okay, this is going to sound gross, but let's say you're at a, I've noticed that there's an issue where you go into a urinal, a urinal stall, you know, like whatever, a fucking truck stop or some other like similar like shithole place where nobody... Wants to go, but you got to pee or whatever. You go in there and you're like, you're taking a pee and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. I, there's no toilet paper at the urinal. Mm. Right. But there's still going to be a couple drops and that's going <laughs> to leave a thing in my pants. Here's okay. This is going to sound <laughs> gross, guys. And I'm sorry, but keep in mind that urine is a sterile substance. Like if you pee for a few moments. Not for a few moments, for a long time. It does. It does. It doesn't have like bad things in it. And like, if you pee and you leave it sitting there in the toilet or like in a cup or something like that, I don't know why you would do that. But like, yeah, it's gonna like start smelling really bad and like grow bacteria and stuff, right? Right out of the faucet, it's fine. Um, so the tip here is. You can just wipe it with <laughs> you. You can wipe it off with your finger, okay? Like that's permissible because hey, we're gonna wash our hands. We're not fucking um like barbarians here. Right? I always wash my hands. We're gonna wash. We're gonna keep doing it until the Apple Watch says, "Oh, you did it." <laughs> and that's a long time. Like, oh, have fucking happy birthday! I sang it like five times. <laughs> But, okay, let's say you maybe need a little more. Hear me out on this. It's going to sound bad. Use your shirt. You can, you can use the bottom part of your shirt. And let me tell you, it's a lot better than being in your pants where people can see it. Look at your crotch on accident and go, oh, you peed your pants. They'll just be like, oh, he was washing his hands and splashed a little bit of pee on his shirt. Like, if you don't do it, it's going in the pants. If you do do it, maybe, like, this is, like, worst case scenario. It goes on the shirt. Fucking you go home. You change the shirt. You uh, should do that daily anyway. Well, you know, I have a little life hack. Yeah? Uh, I mean, for toilet paper. So Carry some in your pocket? No. 
<laughs> I would never be that prepared. Um, so I, if I run out of toilet paper, like there's one square, and that's out. I'll use the toilet paper tube as toilet paper. Oh, like for poop? No, <laughs> for peeing. That seems like it would be uncomfortable. Yeah. No, for peeing. But okay. see, the cardboard basically is just paper. It's just really thick paper. But you don't wipe, okay? You don't you blot? You blot. Okay. It works great. All right. Hey, man, we're all learning stuff. Yeah. So that's what you do when you can't reach the toilet paper and all you have is a toilet paper tube. Yeah. It's way better than not wiping. Mm-hmm. Take it from me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? You got any other um, new obsessions on your list? Mm. I mean, there's so many. Like, you know, that's the thing with getting hurt. You get all this time to, like, you know, watch and read and learn things that you probably wouldn't be doing otherwise. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to admit that this is where I didn't learn my lines for this oh, evening. no. Um, so I'm going to have to consult the script here. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff. Like uh, uh, recently, not since I've been hurt, but then again, because Charlie watched it, we watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, our sound guy, our lighting guy, hey, <laughs> um, is uh, digging his claws into my leg. As we take him to the doctor. <laughs> this is much better than last time. It is better. I would say. The but, uh, yeah, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Steven Spielberg. Uh, yeah. yeah. Watched it uh, with Charlie, at least part of it today, and uh, was just thinking about, uh, you know, I forgot that I watched that movie, like, with my parents, like, in the 80s at some point, probably a VHS, like, rented tape or something. Right. And, like, how disturbing it was. Um, Like, a few things stick out to me. Like, I told you today that I think it's my favorite Spielberg movie. And you were like, what? I mean, that's surprising because, you know, there's like some gems in there that, you know, you've seen many times. There are. But like the thing about that, I was I was thinking about it like, OK, what sets it apart for me? There's a few things. There's like this like mental collapse that uh, Richard Dreyfuss's character goes through right. after having this close encounter. Right. He's like obsessed with his space. He doesn't his place. He doesn't know where it is. He's like doing. He's acting crazy. He's like alienating his family. Like just really unhinged. I remember that being very upsetting um, as a kid, and still today, when I watch it, I'm like, this is this is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. This is uncomfortably yeah. upsetting. Like, yeah. So it's like I feel like it's a very effective like uh, example of like somebody. Who like um, knows something or understands something or is trying to understand something that nobody else does, right? Or whatever, which is like, sort of like the artist's like mm -hmm. process or whatever to mm -hmm. me, which I find like to be an interesting thing. And um, yeah, but it's still like, man, it's hard to watch. Yeah, it is really hard to watch. I mean, it makes it's yeah uncomfortable for me. Also. Yeah. So that's one of the things that stands out. And I definitely remembered that. What I didn't remember until I watched it again recently, like within the last three or four months, probably is like probably three months or whatever, is like the end sequence where 
like they're communicating with the aliens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, spoilers. Like, I think this movie came out in 77 or something. So, fuck you. But, like, you know, they're communicating with the alien craft with, like, this music thing. And it's incredible. It's like. Yeah, it's super psychedelic. It's, like, really. It's so cool. A mind melter. And I wish, like, they could, that he would, that he would have, like, figured out how to end the movie there somehow or like just not done the whole thing with the aliens at the end because like i think what it is that i like about that movie those are the two sequences that stand out but what i like about it is it's like spielberg's least sentimental Mm. um, film Mm -hmm. which sort of brings this conversation full circle back to your um mental mental disorder of sentimentality (laughs) right But it's sort of just like this portrayal. Yeah. Like this happened to this guy. He, you know, he's obsessed with this. There are other people like him. He's happened to like come across one of them. Right. He met this person. Right. Like trying to re-experience this thing and figure it out. And like nobody else gets it. And he's just fucking crazy about yeah. this thing. And he yeah. has to do it. He's like driven. And it's sort of like the artist's process or something. It's like if you see this thing that you have to do, then you have to do it. And I don't know. I don't really have that necessarily. Like maybe low-grade version of it, but I just think it's interesting. Yeah. But then, yeah, that end sequence with the music and stuff is just mind-blowing. John Williams' score, it's crazy. It's good. And then it's just sort of like, for me, not like a full, like, shits the bed thing, but it just gets kind of cheesy at the end yeah and it's sort of like the visuals become like oh okay it's in the late 70s now Mm. we see like they they blew it with the like having trying to have the aliens yeah Yeah, he couldn't really pull off like making this look good but yeah that's where just a little bit of sentimentality creeps in too for me and so um but yeah i think it's definitely like if you haven't seen close encounters or you haven't seen it for a long time Give it another, yeah, give it another it, watch because like I, I never mean, liked it, but it it is a well done movie. Like it's um very strange, but yeah. it holds up. It's interesting. It's like, you know, I think I watched. I finally watched like most of Schindler's List. I was making out in the balcony for the last part of it, like Seinfeld. Just joking. I was not, but uh, I don't think I finished it. But it's like it sort of feels like it's going to be a chore to watch this movie in a certain way because of how uncomfortable that like mental like collapse <laughs> yeah <laughs> with his family right. is or whatever mm-hmm. in that movie and it's it's powerful man so i think that's why i like it mm-hmm. i get that it's I, it's not his best movie but it might be my favorite just for those reasons so anyway yeah give that a watch or don't fuck it who cares well i was kind of i watched it and yeah. I, I i don't really get with sci-fi all that much you know but it was good would you consider that to be sci-fi yeah huh okay well it involves aliens from other planets you know yeah you see i would call it more science fact <laughs> of course <laughs> i'm gonna start building a like weird monument in the middle of the room yeah Boy, I'll tell you, I'm not going to put up with that. (laughs) 
Yeah, if I start hurling bricks through the kitchen yeah. window that we don't I'm have. I'm going to tackle you. <laughs> won't digging stand. up our plants that you just planted. I won't stand idly by screaming. Yeah. You'll leave but... in the Oldsmobile. <laughs> well, but that's what Terry beat... Gar did. I did to beat you up first and then maybe. Was that Terry Gar? Yeah. Who left in the Oldsmobile? Yeah. Okay. Man, it was a weird looking era. kid too. That that kid or that other lady. Holy shit, he's a weird looking fuck. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Super um, weird. <laughs> um, like freaky. Like he should have been in a horror movie a little bit, you know? Yeah, he was sort of alien like a little alien yeah. kid himself. So like he was I'm great. sure that's not accidental. You know what? It's really crazy. Like he was actually a great actor. Yeah. And he was like two or something. Like it's yeah. really strange. And we watched that Spielberg documentary, and that's what made me like go back and watch some of these things. And it's like some of the perform like he I I didn't know this, but he like is a very like hands-on director where he's like telling people exactly what he wants them to do and stuff. Like he's like looking through the camera, like, hey, the, like do this, do this, do this, like, and like having them do it over and over and over again. And, like, this performance that he got out of that kid and other people in this movie is, like, okay, do that all you want. You know, it's great. And there was also, like, some stuff in E.T. that was, like, oh, that was similarly, yeah. like, Very super similar. good like that. Yep. Like, directing kids. Holy shit. Like, that blew my mind. Anyway, yep. I'm sure he was doing that. With with this kid too, yeah. But that kid like man, he knocked he it out really of the park. Like <laughs> yeah. holy shit! I don't think I've ever seen another movie where a kid that young actually acted. Like, yeah, it was really strange. Did such a convincing job. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, um, I guess let's uh, let's bring this thing on home, man. What's let's uh, do it? So usually we do a be on the lookout, a bolo, right? Yeah. And uh, what's your bolo? <laughs> <laughs> Is well, bolo noodles. Oh gosh, I mean, you don't have one. I don't really have one this week, but you do. I got two bolos. Shout it out. Except I don't remember the name. Of the, <laughs> okay, of we'll say you can save that one for next week. Okay, great. Well, so my bolo is uh, I got a new surf skate skateboard uh, that is sort of like my like it's waiting for me. It's my motivation to like you know, do a great job through all of my physical therapy and stuff like that. Get, get back on the, rehabs, on the board, get back on the board, get back, get back to skating, get back to surfing, get back in the water. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, my new surf skate is a smooth star surf nice. skate. Nice. That's um, fitting, babe. Australian company. Um, just a couple shops here that, uh, sell them. And I picked one up with some of the money that, uh, my, wonderful relatives sent to me for christmas nice so great super excited about that should be back on that thing within about three or four weeks i'm gonna get god some, willing get some video of that yeah that moment that'll yeah. be a good moment that's right because you know first time around i don't think you had that moment you know after you got your knee done no it was a long time I Come, didn't, and it yeah, was much worse. So this much was like worse. eight years ago, and like my left knee surgery, like I was fucked up for a while a off of that long thing. time. And yeah. it should have been better and easier I than know. this one, but something about this one and knowing what to expect and having that better helps. care mm -hmm. and rehab and prehab too 
made a huge difference. Yeah. So we're going to, yeah. So maybe we'll let people in on your surf skate rehab yeah. complete. There's already you know. some stuff on Instagram. You've taken some pictures and some video and stuff too. Yeah. So anyway, be on the lookout for that too. Yeah. Nice. And uh, what about the song of the week? Song of the week, uh, the Shorzy season one soundtrack. So it'll be a whole playlist. Yep. Check but, it out. It's good stuff. Yep. I mean, you know, hey, it's hockey. It's going to be lewd. Um, don't listen to it unbelievable. If, you don't, if you don't like uh, Canadian bad words. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if you don't like it, then I'm not going to say we can't be friends. But I would say if you do like it, there's a much higher likelihood that we will be friends. <laughs> That's true. That and, is true. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, just put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. <laughs> yeah, see, now you got to watch it so you can understand why you have such horrible profanity. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, anyway. Well, if, uh, you know, if I'm going to wheel sluts, like, it's going to be you, babe. Yeah, you're going to wheel some broskies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to do it, I was going to say for the boys, but. For the. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, let me tell you what, babe, you wheel this broski. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And uh, this broski uh, just wants to say that uh, he loves you. Oh, I love you too.